Welcome back to another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy Vasos bringing you all the issues of the week for for July, not January. I'm sending this back in time for July 14th, 2021. Had a lot of DC, had a huge pull for DC this week. Mixture of uh, some indies and a little bit of Marvel. So it's it's uh it was some good reading this week, you know. Not a whole lot of duds, some you know some filler issues, but as to be expected when you have a big pull list. Um, so yeah, let's uh let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the issues. Okay, starting things off this week with the Indies. Up first, we have Bunny Mask, issue number two from Aftershock Comics. And I gotta say, this was a little bit of a disappointment. It's a little bit of a step down from issue one, which uh, one picked the week uh, when it came out last month. But it was still fine. I mean, it's more setting up the backstory and I guess the ongoing direction for uh, Bunny Mask itself. Um, so basically now Tyler can kind of hear he's it's like he's hearing everybody's deepest impulses you know it's like he can hear their thoughts or a voice is telling them or telling him everybody's inner thoughts and things like that so he's just it's just kind of coming and going uh, meanwhile while he's seeing uh, D more and more I'm sorry B he's seeing B more and more and his roommate of course is like did you sleep with her? Did you sleep with her? Did you sleep with her yet? So it's kind of one of those things. He's kind of fighting that because, you know, he's like, you know, she was a kid when I met her and this, this, and this. And so, you know, obviously them both being adults now. Um, but so he's having, you know, issues with that. Well, then he finally decides, okay, you know what? I'm just, I'm done for the day. You know, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go to sleep. Then he wakes up and now he's in the cave. And he sees Bunny Mask, and then he wakes up, and Bunny Mask is still there, and she's uh, she's basically coming to warn him that, hey, you know, I can do all these different things, I can stop all these people, you know, you got uh, three people fixing to break into your apartment right now, uh, and I can stop them, but I'm not going to, I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> so that's kind of how it how it ends, which, like I said, it. It was fine. The story just, you know, progressing uh, the character development. But, you know, not a whole lot happened other than the the nice ending. But, yeah, that was Bunny Mask, issue number two from Aftershock Comics. Then we have Mighty Morphin, issue number nine from Boom Studios. So this is just basically uh, the Rangers getting used to... Or everybody getting back to normal from the dome and now uh, the rangers are getting used to the idea of the green ranger matt who has exposed his own identity kind of dealing with him being like this public face for the uh, of the power rangers more or less uh, they kind of resent him for it so they're not 100 percent cool with it uh, and they also kind of find out zordon's frustrations with billy and they all get told that you know, Billy was behind, you know, creating the Green Ranger, this, this, and this, against Zordon's wishes. So, you know, he's kind of pissed. Uh, and then you also see, uh, what's her name? Uh, Eltan, Zeltan? Uh, anyway, uh, Skull's girlfriend, Candace. She's, uh, you know, being held captive by Lord Zed. And, you know, she's kind of just fucking with... Uh, <laughs> With all the henchmen and stuff like that, kind of like she can read their minds and all this other stuff. But Zed's really not not interested in her. He's like, look, I I could care less, you know, about you. I'm not, you know, I can do all these different things and torture you and do all this other stuff. But you know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm instead gonna expose and expose you to the truth, type of thing. So interesting to see kind of how that that goes from there. That's uh, Mighty Morphin issue number nine. Then from Image, we have Haha ha, issue number six. So, of course, about another clown. This one, this clown, he just has 
no luck. I mean, like any of the other ones, he has no luck. He pretty much, you know, <laughs> he, you know, he's losing his job or not getting work. He's seeing all these crazy different things after he gets into this bad car accident, which he swerved out of the way of this ice cream truck, which he doesn't even know if he really saw. And he ends up in the hospital, all this other stuff. And he just sees these, these, all these horrible images, and it freaks him out. So, you know, it, and you know, he's kind of at that point to where, you know, I can end all this, or I can just keep living, but what's the point type of thing. So, again, real dark. Uh, the cool thing is uh, they do show uh, Arthur Fleck from Joker. Uh, and, uh, Joaquin Phoenix drawn into this issue and he gives him a, a revolver gives our, our main clown a revolver so it was <laughs> it was pretty cool seeing seeing that a little creepy how they drew him but it was still pretty cool I, I enjoyed that so and yeah this series looks like it's uh, it's done uh, you know the 6th issue anthology finally done that's haha ha, issue number 6 from Image Comics and finally from Image, we have the Silver Coin, issue number 4. This is entitled 2467. So this is set, like, in the future. Uh, I guess you aren't allowed to go past a certain point in the, in the city. There's, like, barricaded off with these high walls and all this other stuff. So you have a group of three, of course. They go off on their own. They rob somebody. Uh, I guess they steal his credits or his money or information that he has. And so the police end up chasing him with this like hover drone and all this other stuff that's massive, that's armed and all this other stuff. So two of them get killed. The, the main character, she ends up finding the silver coin. And all of a sudden, you know, the coin is treated like it's a virus because she like links up with it. Because uh, a lot of her body is uh, uh, inorganic and, you know, some type of uh, cyborg-type material. So, yeah, so she links up with it and, you know, ends up corrupting her. And it's basically feeding her information she wants, but it's also, like, triggering her impulses and things like that. So, I like the way it ended. It was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, it was okay. It wasn't wasn't the best issue it was probably the weakest of the of the four thus far uh, of silver coin but like I said it was fine and that's silver coin issue number four okay also from image this week we have die issue number 18 we have moonshine issue number 26 uh, a man among ye issue number five Maneaters The Curse, issue number one. Helm Grayskull, issue number three. And from Boom Studios out this week also, we have Seven Secrets, issue number ten. We have Eve, issue number three. And we have Orcs, issue number six. And finally, from Aftershock Comics, we also have Beyond the Breach, issue number one. That was the Indies. Alright. Let's keep on moving like a smooth criminal to the next one. Moving on to DC. Up first this week, we have Batman the Detective issue number four from Tom Taylor. Uh, this was pretty good. So basically, you know, Bruce has been uh, brought in for questioning. And so he's being questioned by these two detectives and being shown these pictures. And, you know, Bruce is kind of, you know, trying to play aloof, play stupid, you know. 
uh, but then they're kind of, you know, like, well, hey, you know, this, this, and this, and he's trying to figure out uh, more about the situation just by looking at the pictures that they're showing him, and then he ends up realizing all the pictures that they're showing him of the people that are dead are basically, you know, people that he saved, you know, they're like, do you recognize any of these people, and he's just like, no, I can't say that I do. And meanwhile, he's like, okay, this, I saved them doing this. I saved this person doing this. I saved this person doing that. And uh, so he starts recognizing all these different things. And then he realizes, holy shit, these aren't police photos. You know, the people that took these, these are before the police got there. These are, you know, these are crime scene photos, but they're not police crime scene photos. Because he notices that there's nothing marked off, no... uh, outlines no nothing so right about that time he realizes that you know he's already been handcuffed and he realizes the water that he was that he'd been drinking was poison and then he stabbed in the shoulder (laughs) you know Uh, and then left pretty much to die from the poison but uh you know batman being batman figures a way out so you know, and it's interesting now because now Oracle's going to get involved and help out Bruce. Uh, so I'm excited to see how this finishes up in the next two issues. But yeah, that was Batman the Detective issue number two. Moving on with the detective thing, we have Detective Comics issue 1039. Uh, this is uh, called uh, From the Depths Enter Vile. This is basically introducing a new supervillain. Um... The everybody that's been getting sick with the eye worms and things like that is from this uh, from one of the mayor's assistants. Uh, I forget his first name, but uh, of course his last name is Vile. So pretty much he infects all these different people. So it's kind of going over kind of how he's strategically moved up uh, to get to Gotham, and now how he's spreading kind of everywhere. And it, you know you still have the back and forth fight between Batman and and worth and all this other stuff and uh kind of how he's been targeting batman or how vile's been targeting batman so like i said overall it was fun you know i enjoyed it uh but yeah you know it's a a great break in the action as far as you know the fighting between batman and worth and you still get a little bit of that that's kind of resolved uh at least for the time being uh so yeah, and then you get a full backup story uh, about the origin of, of uh, Vile and how he you know, grew up as a kid, discovered all this other stuff, and kind of how this, uh, this uh, uh, parasite has kind of grown inside of him throughout all the years of him growing up and kind of what it's done to him. So that's uh, Detective Comics, issue 1039. Up next we have Batman Urban Legends, issue number 5 course the four stories uh you have a red hood story of course you have a batgirls story you have a tim drake story and you have a grifter story so the red hood story was was good so freeze and cheer end up taking batman off and they leave red hood you know to fend for himself they tried to kill him but of course red hood ends up beating up the guy that was left to kill him and uh but they get away so basically red hood's just you know he's on this hunt trying to find batman you know he's pulling up all these different leads kind of how batman would and you know he has to keep reminding himself you know because he has flashbacks of you know of the first time he faced the riddler by himself and how bruce never doubted him and that he knew that he would always find figure out a way and he was just as good as all the other robins so you've got that going on and then you know you've got the fact that batman's captured by freeze and cheer and batman realizes hey freeze is on this shit bad (laughs) like he's completely hallucinating so of course you know batman tries to batman his way out of it and can't quite do it so that's how that that one ends and then you've got uh the batgirl story Eh, i didn't i don't know i didn't really care for it all that much you know cassie and uh, uh stephanie are doing their thing playing video games uh, just basically killing time, and they go on this, uh, they go on this hunt. I don't know. It just, eh, it was all right. It wasn't. It it didn't do anything for me. The Tim Drake one was okay. 
Um, basically, he's finding this cult of, uh, I believe they're called the Cult of Pain. So basically, they just beat the shit out of you until, I guess, you submit to the... <laughs> so you can overcome, I guess, whatever their trials are, which is them basically just beating the hell out of you. Uh, so Tim's gone undercover, all this other stuff. Uh, I guess putting away his own self uh, guilt and all this other stuff. So, and, and you know that one was okay. The ending was kind of cool. See how they ha- interesting to see how they wrap that one up. But yeah, that one was all right. And then you had the Grifter story, which I think the Grifter stories have been, along with the Red Hood story, has been the most consistent that were actually good. And you know, Grifter being Grifters, just you know playing each side against each other so that way he can come out ahead and i think this is the final grifter story because i think they kind of wrapped it up uh so now he's finally able you know he finally got what he wanted from lucius fox and he got what he needed out of uh i believe it was checkmate i believe he was also working for checkmate or leviathan i can't remember i think it's leviathan he was also, you know, he was sent by Leviathan to uh, to spy and infiltrate on Lucius Fox, kill him, and get, you know, his assets and all this other stuff. But, of course, he ends up uh, double-crossing everybody and, you know, uses Batman to help him and all this other stuff and then basically tricks Batman, too. So, <laughs> overall, it was pretty fun. I, I, I've enjoyed the Grifter uh, stories in this. And, yeah, I definitely recommend picking it up. That's uh, Batman Urban Legends, issue number five. Then we have Challenge of the Super Sons, issue number four. Uh, so, you know, John and and Damien end up uh, having to fight uh, Vandal Savage. Uh, they free Rora, I believe her name is. Uh, so, so once they are able to basically, you know, uh, fend uh, fend off. Uh, uh, Vandal Savage. Then you know the name scroll pops up with cyborgs, and now they got to go save cyborgs. So they got to go into his, uh, uh, I guess, robotic consciousness into the digital age. So it was kind of cool. You know the art style was all right, and then you know like I said, just the, them going inside digitally and having to fight Grid was pretty cool. And how they beat him was was kind of cheesy, but you know it was cool. It, it fit the whole thing, and I enjoyed it. And I always enjoy Damien and. Uh, and uh, Jonathan Kent's uh, back and forth. I always enjoy, you know, how Robin's just kind of down on Superboy and how Superboy's like, yeah, we're best friends. And so I, I, I like that dynamic. And I, I just love the way these two characters interact. Uh, that's Challenge of the Super Sons, issue number four. Up next, we have Future State Gotham, issue number three. So this is the Red Hood or Peacekeeper Red and the next Batman team up. Which was kind of cool. Which was kind of cool and kind of fun. And then we had, uh, I believe they were in there trying to save. They're in Arkham, and they're trying to save the Arkham Knight. Except she doesn't have her armor because apparently she's turned on all of the Arkham Knights. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember if I read that or not in Future State. But you know, Batman, the next Batman and Red Hood team up. They're fighting their way through. Um, it was okay. I mean, it just... I don't know. It... I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it's in the manga style, which I understand this is on purpose. Why it's black and white, so it is what it is. I just... Eh, I don't know. To me, there's just something... There's something missing. And I don't quite really know what it is. You know? Uh, Punchline is in this. You know, she escapes Arkham. Uh, and that pisses off Harley, so that's that's I guess going to be a, pl- uh, a plot going forward in this story. So I don't know. I mean, you know, it was cool seeing Red Hood and the next Batman kind of team up, but uh, again, it just eh, it was all right. You know, nothing horrible. Just was just kind of okay. And like I said, I'd I'd really prefer it if I, I get that you know it wants to be its own thing and it wants to you know have that manga vibe. But I really think this. This book would benefit from being in color. Keep the same exact same art style, just color it. <laughs> and I think that would improve it tenfold. But it is what it is. Uh, like I said, otherwise it's okay. That's uh, Future State Gotham, issue number three. 
Then we have Infinite Frontier, issue number two. So Bone, Mr. Bones is basically in, investigating, you know, the Justice League. He sends one of his, I forget what his agent's name is. She basically goes and goes to question uh, Superman and Batman, asking them, you know, okay, so are you aware that there's a multiverse, you know? You know, what do you know? And they basically kind of drop the whole spill on her about death metal and all this other stuff. Uh, so, you know, she's just like, whoa, you know, this is crazy. You know, how do you expect normal people to be okay with this when they start seeing other worlds, <laughs> you know, in the sky and all this other stuff? And they're just like, look, we got this. We'll deal with it. We're already on top of it. We've got a whole nother, uh, another group, you know, supposed to, to take care of all these different things. So, meanwhile, you've got uh, Superman... Calvin Ellis of Earth 23 and then you've got Thomas Wayne Batman from Flashpoint Universe you know they're doing their own thing trying to figure out what's going on uh, and then you also have uh, uh, Captain Adam who's being tracked down and I don't know I really don't know where they're going with this I did like the whole um, Roy Harper you know kind of learning more about his ring his uh, Black Lantern ring uh, I, I, I want to say that they're, they've made somebody into the new, um, to the new, uh, entity of the Black Lanterns, the new entity of death. Spoiler alert, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, they, they made dark, I think they've made dark side into the entity of, for the Black Lantern. They said, move over Necron, dark side, you're now. Uh, the entity and the, uh, I guess the, the, the power crux of, uh, the Black Lanterns. So, you know, it's cool. It has some cool concepts. It has some cool things in here. It's just, where the hell are they going? Because <laughs> he's throwing a lot, you know, Joshua Williamson is throwing a lot at you in this story. But, uh, overall, it, you know, it, what I do, what I am following, I do... And, it, you know, a lot of it is striking for me. It's just something that's like, okay, well, how are you going to tie all this in? But, like I said, overall, it was fun. That's Infinite Frontier, issue number two. Up next, we have Joker, issue number five, from James T. and the fourth. Uh, this is basically just a, a flashback issue to the first time Gordon caught Joker. Uh, and he ended up going committed to Arkham instead of Blackgate. And, uh... You know, it's just how Gordon was on edge and how he, you know, ended up getting his own guys killed when he was captain and Harvey Dent was pissed off at him and all this other stuff. Kind of how the first time Joker officially got in his head. Uh, so it's just kind of going over all that. It was, it, was, eh. it, it, was kinda, it was definitely the weakest of the Joker uh, series this, thus far. But I, I, I think it... It serves its purpose because it proves that, you know, Joker's been in, in Gordon's head a lot longer than he's willing to admit. And then the punchline backup story, it was okay. I mean, didn't do much for me. You know, punchline pretty much just rules uh, the jail now. <laughs> so that's Joker issue number five. Then we have Justice League, The Last Ride issue number three. And this is all set up. So, you know, the League has landed on Apocalypse. And, you know, Batman is basically making plans to, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to set up a perimeter. We're going to do this. These people are going to stand watch. You know, we'll do this. We'll do that. You take first shift type of thing. Uh, and it's kind of the beginning of everybody kind of trusting each other once again. You know, John and Hal are off doing their thing. Wally and Superman are keeping watch. Diana goes up uh, with John Stewart. Um... And Bruce and, and actually Bruce and Hal end up going to uh, Darkseid's temple, one of Darkseid's temples, and all this other stuff. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, like I said, it was all set up. You know, Bruce is getting a premonition from in a dream from John Jump from the Martian Manhunter, and you know, so he's kind of like already on edge and like, okay, I know something's coming for us. We need to be prepared. This is how we're going to do it. And Superman still completely doesn't trust Batman. So, be interesting to see how this goes. I like Zadarsky's take, Chip Zadarsky's take with the Justice League. So, 
I'm excited to see how this goes. But yeah, it's 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 nothing really happens in this in this issue, but it's all set up. But it's good set up, so I definitely recommend it. That's uh, Justice League: The Last Ride, issue number three. Up next, we have Rorschach, issue number ten by Tom King. And so they're explaining, I guess, how more people are involved and the detective is getting closer and closer as to who, why, I guess, Myerson and uh, the kid, why they did what they were doing. Was there really somebody else to help them? Basically, he's just tying up all these loose ends and presenting it. And he's trying to get, and he suspects everybody more or less so he's really trying to get to the bottom of this why somebody was trying to kill president turley uh redford was involved and all this other stuff so he's basically just trying to he's trying to answer who what when and where and why and he just he's tying up everything that he could even think of and he's double checking everything so again you know not a whole i mean again it's like it's a lot of setup and a lot of you know explaining everything but no really no rorschach he's just kind of a, a character in the book that is already dead <laughs> so i don't know I, it'll be interesting to see how this how this finishes up with the next two issues um I, this definitely will probably read better in trade and everything will, will make a lot more sense as opposed to reading it month to month but yeah, overall it was cool. The art, of course, is great. So other than that, can't complain. That's Rorschach issue 10. Then finally we have Wonder Woman issue 775. Uh, looks like they've ended the graveyard of the gods and all this other stuff. So, you know, she goes down there, has a, a riddle challenge with, I guess, the graveyard keeper and all this other stuff. And... Diana wins and basically you know it's like okay well yeah it's fine your Olympians can go but your friends have to stay and this this and this and she ends up she ends up winning the day and everybody goes back and she's basically trying to find uh, you know figure out where Janice went and all this other stuff and she's going to destroy this soul scraper I believe is what the name of the sword was that was used to kill everybody so now she's off on her next mission and all this other stuff so this one was kind of weak <laughs> You know, it was kind of weak the way it ended, but it's going to continue on. So, I don't know. I'll keep reading. It was okay. And, of course, there's a Young Diana backup story, which I did not read. That's Wonder Woman 775. Also out from DC this week, we have The Flash, uh, Annual 2021, number one. Uh, Then we have Action Comics, Annual 2021, issue number one. Uh, then we have uh, the Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries issue number four. And that was all from DC this week. Like I said, I had a big pull from DC this week. So, like I said, but none of them were able to take home pick of the week. They were some contenders, but none took home the crown. Okay, so now let's move on and f- to the finish of Marvel. Now, switching over to Marvel. Up first, from Nick Spencer, we have The Sinister War, issue number one. It's finally here. So we have the Savage Six versus the Sinister Six. Basically, uh, so Spider-Man and Mary Jane are at a movie premiere. And, you know, they're walking the red carpet, all this other stuff. Uh, Mary Jane ends up introducing uh, Spider-Man to the director 
uh, of the movie that they're doing, and you know, Spider-Man's like, oh well, you know, this guy seems familiar, but he didn't set off my spider sense, so that's always a good thing. So he, uh, <laughs> so of course, you know, they go to start the movie, and then it busts the Savage Six. Uh, so they have, you know, Spider-Man is going to stop them. Well, then all of a sudden the Sinister Six pop up with Doc Ock and all this other stuff. So Peter's trying to fight them both, and they're all after Mysterio. So um, so there's that, and then you've got a plot with Kindred in the background, you know, basically trying to, you know, I guess put into perspective to Peter that, hey, you know, you fuck up all the time and this is going to end type of thing. Um, and then at the very beginning, you had an interesting thing with Mephisto and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is like, you need to give, you know, you took something from from him. We're assuming it's Peter. Or, well, we know it's Peter. You know, Mephisto's just like, look, I don't take things from people. They win- willingly give them up. So all this other stuff. And so my thought is at the end of... Uh, at the end of this, Peter and Mary will get their, and Mary Jane will get their marriage back. But Strange will have to give up in something. He will sacrifice probably his life or his soul in turn to get that back to Mephisto. Uh, that's my thought, and that's how where the death of Doctor Strange is probably gonna pick up in, I believe, September or October, whenever that series comes out. So I think that's gonna have to do with that. But, you know, overall, it was kind of cool. You know, I'm finally... I'm, I'm just anxious to see uh, this whole Kindred storyline end. <laughs> I just... I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it to end. Ready for that plot thread to just be finished done with. Up next, we have Spider-Man Spider-Shadow by Chip Zdarsky. And this one was, again, very, very good. Definitely a contender for pick of the week. Definitely up there in the top five somewhere. Uh, so, you know, the police are surrounding their, uh, I guess, where they're holding Peter. They're after Peter. Peter's just like, look, we got to get out of here. You know, you guys can't stay here. You know, even if I'm still here, they're going to keep coming for you guys. You know, all this other stuff. So we need to get out of here. So... You know, he tells Black Cat, y'all just go hide out at your homes or go hide here. And, you know, of course, Jameson's like, no, fuck that. I'm going on the bugle. (laughs) I I got some more things I can do. So Peter goes to take Mary Jane home and all this other stuff. Well, then they notice that uh, the Baxter building is covered with this this wall of a symbiote. And so he gets down there and the Avengers are there and the X-Men basically all trying to work out a plan of attack how to get inside so of course peter goes in mary jane follows him and so does johnny storm who's still pretty pissed off and hot at at spider-man but he goes in with them to help fight and it's of course it's too late because the symbiote's already taken over reed and it's figured out a way to uh keep uh johnny's flames from hurting him and uh He's got he's built this special suit for himself and all this other stuff. So, you know, he has uh, the thing go and attack them and all this other stuff. Uh, so he throws him out, and you know, just when Peter thinks, okay, we've we've got this figured out, shit hits the fan, and now all the Avengers all the Avengers are infected with uh, more symbiotes uh, as the the Venom symbiote that's on Reed Richards has figured out a way to clone itself or to uh, make itself reproduce thus reproducing more symbiotes and now they're all over all the avengers and x-men so it's going to be interesting how this ends i like where this is going this was very fun i like the dialogue especially between peter and johnny storm uh, johnny just blames him for everything and peter's just like look i know asshole <laughs> like i got it this this sucks you know let's let me fix this so it, it should be cool like I said I, I enjoyed it I'm interested to see the finale and Chip Zdarsky just doing his damn thing and, and killing it so Spider-Man Spider-Shadow issue number 4 and finally we have Way of X by Spurrier 
issue number four. Uh, okay, this was all right. I mean, I don't know, man. I like the first issue. The second issue was cool. The last issue was really tough to get through. And this issue was just kind of meh. I mean, it wasn't difficult to get through. It just was meh. You know, again, they're playing the moral high ground. Wolver Wolverine, Nightcrawler is still trying to basically establish a mutant religion of some sort. But he's still in conflict because of the resurrection protocol and all this other stuff. So, and then you've got Legion kind of doing his thing where he doesn't trust anybody. He's trying to figure out the onslaught thing and all this other stuff. I, I don't know. You had a lot of plots going on. Like I said, the Nightcrawler stuff was cool. The Legion stuff was alright. You know, it's starting to get a little confusing and all this other stuff, but... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like it, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, okay, what the hell are we doing here? Let's get to it. You know, we've got all these, these plot threads that the X-Men are going through right now. Let's just focus on one or two and let's get to that let's not bring in you know 17 different big bosses you know and have each title have their own big extreme huge freaking uh mega villain and i mean mega villains and stuff like that i, I don't know that just i don't know that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way but you know it's all right it's definitely still worth continuing reading if you're reading that's way of x issue number four also out from Marvel this week, we have Excalibur, issue number 22. Uh, Star Wars, War of the Bounty Hunters, issue number 2. Iron Man, number 10. X-Corp, issue number 3. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, issue number 12. Uh, Carnage, Black, White, and Blood, issue number 4. Conan the Barbarian, issue number 23. Spider-Woman, issue number 13. Extreme Carnage Scream, issue number one. Aliens Aftermath, issue number one. And I'm mad because my comic shop did not have Champions, issue number eight, so I did not get to read that. So I'm kind of upset because I really am enjoying Champions, but I did not get to read it this week, so I will catch up on that and hopefully, hopefully have issue number nine uh, ready to go on the, next, on the next time it comes out. Okay. Well, of course, we've got one more book from Marvel, and it won Pick of the Week. It's Thor. Donny Cates does it again. We're coming with it next. All right, and that's right, Pick of the Week. For July 14, 2021, it's Thor issue number 15 by Donny Cates. So we start out in Asgard. A victorious feast. Everyone raising their glasses. Mead flowing everywhere. Thor says, As in tradition in the halls of Asgard, great casts of Thor and his fathers before him have been let loose in celebration of another foe felt, another great darkness beaten. Here, stories long ago, wars are slurred and slung, speeches recounting the courage and the ferocity roar through the sweat and the battle that filled the halls. But then there is Thor. Volstag, ah, then you should have seen it, our king. Back from that fairy tale land that that snake had him trapped in. When all seemed lost, boom! He arrives, clothed in the armor of the destroyer. You should have seen it, Donald Blake. Ha! You should have seen his Blake's face. Ha ha! It was. Thor says, What? What did you just call it? Volstag staggers says, my, my lord, I, I don't understand what I did. Thor says, where Donald Blake held me, where he imprisoned me. You called it a fairy tale. Volstagg says, I, excuse me, uh, pardon my tongue, Thor. I, 
Well, I'm certainly drunk, and I have no idea what the landscape was like. I was merely... Thor cuts him off angrily. No. You have no idea what you're talking about, Volstag. You have no idea what it's like to be so helpless. To have the faces of your father look down upon you in indignation. To look into the sky and see your home burning by your own shadow. To have your lightning, your own Odin damned hammer betray you. None of you know. As he slams down his mead, knocking over everybody else's on the table as they all stare back at him. Thor stands up. He says, I, I've had too much to drink. I apologize. Volstag grabs another bottle, pours himself another drink, says, Too much! <laughs> As Thor walks into his own chambers, Mjolnir sitting on the floor, he goes to pull it up. He struggles, getting heavy for him to lift it. As he yells, Why? Why are you doing this to me? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? Why won't you? As he picks up Mjolnir to his chest, it collapses onto him. And he falls through the floor. Thor's coughs and <coughs> Damn. <coughs> Damn hammer. Loki then walks in. Thor? Are you okay? I heard the noise and... Close the damn door! Loki continues. <laughs> you weren't joking about your cups, eh? Perhaps we are all too old... Thor cuts him off. Loki! I... I cannot stand. My... My chest... My hammer... I cannot lift it. Loki then reaches down takes Mjolnir, and he lifts it. He then says, here, take my hand, brother. Thor then stands up, taking Loki's hand. Says, you mustn't tell a soul. Do you understand? Loki then says, surely, a story of a falling warrior while, whilst drunk would alarm nobody. But of course, you have my word. Thor says, I am not a warrior. I am a king. Loki says, Thor, where are you going? Thor says, to Sif, to Midgard, to end this. We then go to Midgard. In New York, the Avengers are in the middle of a war, fighting these weird aliens with cybernetic uh, extensions. Captain America says, Come on, push! We're better than this, Avengers. Iron Man then says, Sorry, Cap. I didn't have a Cyber Monsters uh, in my playbook today. Miss uh, Captain Marvel says, Anyone who knows, or anyone who knows who's responsible for this, I'm not exactly hearing any demands or evil plots out here. Captain says, Honestly, I don't give a damn, Captain Marvel. They want to fight? They found one. Good enough for me. Blade then says, Yeah, well, if any one of you has a Hail Mary, now would be a cool time to play it. Speaking no further. Then, by the Bifrost, Thor arrives. Says, Captain Rogers, I need to speak with thee. Captain says, Yeah, sure thing. I don't have a lot going on. What do you have on your mind, pal? Thor then punches one of the uh, monsters behind him. He says, I was hoping we could speak in private. I believe something is wrong and I need you to tell me and I need you to tell I need to tell you about it before it is as She-Hulk says, Thor! Robot monsters! Thor turns around, sees the horde behind him and says, Oh, I. My apologies. One moment. As lightning fills his eyes, and Thor fills with thunder and lightning all across the battlefield, destroying all of them. Captain America then says, well, that was uh, loud. I suppose a thank you is in order. What did you need to talk to me about? Thor says, I would prefer to speak in, ca in private, Captain. 
Iron Man then comes and pats Thor on the shoulder and says, Hell of an entrance, big guy. Come to surrender in our little prank war or... As lightning shocks Tony. She says, What the hell, man? What was... Thor then lashes out and says, I have no time for your games. I would like to speak to the captain. In... Captain America cuts him off and says, Hey, I don't care what your problem is, Thor. You can't just... As Mjolnir starts to move in Thor's hand, he realizes he can't control it. He says, Captain, guard yourself, quickly. I cannot... Mjolnir, no! As Mjolnir goes to strike Captain America. Luckily, Cap sticks his shield on the way, blocks the blow. Cap says, Thor, you... You hit me. Thor, in horror, says, Captain, I... I... I'm sorry. I... I did not do that. Mjolnir, it... Something is wrong. It acted upon its own accord. I... I am losing control. Captain shakes it off. Shrugging his shoulders, says, Okay, big guy. Yeah. Yeah, let's go talk. We then go to Avengers Mountain. Thor says, Captain, let me ask you a question. When was the last time we saw one another? Cap says, What? I, I don't understand. Thor, on his eighth glass of beer, says, Humor me. Cap says, We fought against Null and his armies. We faced the Phoenix Force. We... I'm sorry, Thor. I don't understand. Why do you ask? Thor then takes a drink from his glass. He says, Because I don't remember. I never do. You see, immortality comes with a price. <clears throat> a moment for you. A battle. A war. A minute. A day. They all, all remembered in seconds for me. I remember them as a mortal would recall what he had for breakfast a year ago. It is why... Why I'm always so grateful to see you. You and the others. My perception of time. Each time I return to Midgard to fight by your side. I am always very glad that you are still alive. I have... I have lost so many here. And I have missed their passing. Missed their entire lives. Entire lifetimes while I was out playing soldier for my father amongst the realms. Cap says, Thor, I had, I had no idea. I've lost time as well. When I awoke from that ice, I mean, I can't even imagine what you must have. I'm so sorry. Thor then says, I thank you, Stephen, but it is a burden of a warrior, of a god. As you well know, the life of a soldier is fraught with loss, but I am no longer a soldier. I am sure you must be aware of the troubles with Mjolnir, of its disobedience. I believe I have come to the reason why. Captain says, Tony told me it's getting heavier for you, and others can pick it up while you can't, right? I didn't want to say anything, but... Thor closes his eyes and says, It is because I am no longer the tip of Asgard's spear. My father forged Mjolnir to be given to a warrior, to face the front lines of any given threat, to the worlds entangled in the roots and, world and branches of the world tree. And that warrior is me. That is all I have ever been. A warrior. A hammer. Cap says, What are you saying? That Mjolnir has... it." doesn't claim to understand this, but it's somehow given up on you now that you're king? You aren't a warrior anymore? Thor says, I do not think it. I feel it. I am no king, Captain. Not yet, as he puts Mjolnir up on the table. Thor stands up. I have come here to tell you that I will live a thousand years and a thousand lifetimes more. And by the gods of the Elder, Asgard shall outlive even me. And in that time, I shall remain Asgard's king. But I am afraid that I can no longer be its hammer. Thor walks away, leaving Mjolnir on the table. And that's how the issue ends. 
like I said, man, it was a very good Thor issue. I like where this is going. This is only going to be a three-part uh, story arc. This is Revelations Part 1. Uh, but yeah, definitely was uh, Pick of the Week. I really enjoyed this one the most out of everything I've read this week. Uh, so yeah, it gets Pick of the Week for July 14th, 2021. Alright, and that's going to do it for this week's episode of I Have Issues. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to that podcast wherever you listen to this podcast at, whether it's uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Anchor, wherever it is. Appreciate it. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the feedback. All that good stuff. Uh, be sure to go like on social media and follow Facebook and Instagram at i.have.issues.comics. Yeah, man, it's been a good week. You know, Thor taking it home, pick of the week. Donnie Kate's still killing it. Ship Zadarsky had a couple really good runs uh, this week, a couple really good books. Uh, indies were still pretty good. So, like I said, overall, it was a good week of comics, some filler stuff, but hey. That's that's to be expected. Anyway, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend. And uh, yeah, be sure to check out the live stream. Live streams that will go down on uh, Sundays. Uh, usually it's about noon, but we may push it back this particular week. Uh, but yeah, check out the live streams. Go check out my eBay page. Uh, got some books on sale there. I will tell you what the eBay page is. Just one second. I have to I have to stall a little bit. Uh, my eBay page is JUSCAV-52. Go check out what I've got on sale there. In the meantime, you guys have a good weekend. And I'll see y'all next week for more I Have Issues. <laughs>